Hello to you all, it's Molly here. Welcome to this week's episode of In Fairness Inquire, Roscommon Artists, a special series of our podcast solely dedicated to interviewing astounding artists who have hailed from Roscommon or who are based here at home. We're delighted to be launching this series on Culture Night and to be among so many other really great in-person and online projects that are happening in Roscommon, more details of which can be found on the Culture Night website or you can have a look at our show notes for more details. In these interviews, we're going to be talking to actors, theatre makers, drama facilitators, comedians, writers, directors, poets, producers, a dancer and a weaver. We're going to be discussing how they started in their profession, obstacles they've faced along the way, how they've been impacted by the pandemic, the importance of creativity in their lives, their influences, how they stay motivated to keep creating, and most importantly, how you, the listener, can support their work. We want to make our audiences all around the world aware of the constant stream of Roscommon-based creative work. We also hope this series will encourage some of you to support local art, recognise its necessity, and perhaps even pursue some creative endeavours of your own. This series comes to you thanks to the generous support of Roscommon County Council, who have kindly commissioned this series and endorsed us with the necessary equipment and software to record the interviews safely and remotely during the summer of 2021. This week we are joined by Mintisan at Walde, a contemporary dancer, choreographer, teacher, member of Dance Ireland and artist panellist for Roscommon County Council. He first started his professional training in traditional and African contemporary dance from the African Dance School in Senegal and holds an MA in contemporary dance performance from the Irish World Academy of Music and Dance at UL. He presented a new dance piece called See You in the Green on Roscommon Arts Centre's website in January and February of this year. He was awarded dance residencies at Roscommon Arts Centre, Dance Ireland and Shawbrook in 2020. Minty is based in County Roscommon and established the first dance company in the county where he continues creating dance pieces alongside working with other dance artists associates in Ireland. For the past few years he worked with IMDT on dances for Inside and Outside and Bloodlines directed by John Scott. In this interview Minty talks us through his artistic process of creating choreography through improvisation and different dance styles and techniques he's learned on his journey as a dancer. He shares with us how dance is an integral part of African culture and how he encourages his ensemble to bring their own culture, language, dance style and personality to the performance piece. He talks us through See You in the Green which captures feelings of loss, loneliness, violence and racial injustice faced by so many around the world in 2020. Minty combines different styles of dance, music, natural sound, lighting techniques and interesting elements like ash to create an incredible audience experience. In this interview we go deeper into what it means to witness dance and to unleash the primal instinct in all of us to move and to express ourselves through movement. For now, enjoy the chat, and we'll catch you at the end for a few more updates. Thanks so much for joining in. Hello and welcome. Minty, thank you so much for coming on today. How are you? 
I'm doing great. Thank you so much, uh, Molly, for having me. And so excited to be here. Brilliant to have you. We're excited to have you. Um, so I suppose we'll kick off by asking you how and when did you start dancing and when did you start on this journey of being a dancer and a choreographer? Um, before I answer that question, uh, yeah, maybe for other people who do not know me very well, my name is uh, Mentas Notes Waldi. I am a contemporary dancer, a teacher and choreographer. Uh, originally from Ethiopia and I'm based in County Roscommon and um, I'm also a member of Dance Ireland and uh, artist panelist for Roscommon County and recently I became um, a board member of Galway Dance Project. Sorry, I just just to give you a few yeah, information. Yeah, no, absolutely, it's really helpful. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> when I uh, go back to your questions, I started dancing in 2004. When I was in Ethiopia, there was a, a private theater and dance company called Mekwea Theater Studio. That's uh, the place and uh, the time I started dancing there in 2004. And but before that, I start my career like um, I, I used to be a circus artist, like oh wow. doing gymnastic and all of that. This all juggling and uh, mm -hmm. acrobat and pyramid like you know uh, uh, making shape of random people on the top of each other Amazing. <laughs> that's how I start but uh, since 2004 that the year and the time I start dancing lovely and just when you're talking there about being a part of a circus and doing um, really physical things like that one thing I'd love to know is how do you upkeep your physical health as a dancer and do you ever feel like you can't physically keep up with the work that you want to make and how do you keep yourself safe as well like I, s I saw your work see you in the green and there was yeah. tumbles and handstands and lots of crazy stuff and I'm just thinking how do you keep yourself safe that's actually very very good questions Molly uh, I, I, I do a lot of uh, stretching and uh, warm-up uh, before the performance or before I start dancing because this is very important, especially, uh, you know, when you get older or, you know, you might uh, feel weaknesses and uh, pains around the joints and all of that. To avoid that, it's very important to do um, all the necessary warm-up and stretching. And I do all of that, uh, not only for my projects. Every time when I uh, join other dance works, uh, I engage myself with a lot of warm-up, proper warm-up sessions and uh, stretching. And also, as a dancer, I think we need at least, you know, everyday exercise um, because our body has to be practiced. You never know what kind of project, you never know what kind of dance platform you will be engaged, um, uh, you know, uh, in the future. Maybe one of the director or choreographer uh, might will contact you. Are you available or something like that? You have to be ready. So. I see myself like a soldier, like uh, the dancer have to be ready. Wow. And where did you train? Um, I trained back in Ethiopia. The first company uh, I used to work, as I mentioned to earlier. But also I have got a chance to uh, collaborate and uh, take part in various dance workshop courses when I was in my country. 
uh, in the theaters, uh, cultural institutes uh, based in Addis and also outside of uh, the main town. That's how I start and develop. Also, uh, I train, um, there was one African traditional dance school based in Senegal, in West, West Africa. Um, her name is Jermaine Alcony, and uh, I, I take uh, a training there. And then later on, after I moved to in Ireland, in um, I study dance at the University of Limerick. I, I, I study masters in contemporary dance performance, and I graduated there. Brilliant. And when you studied in Limerick, did you um, did you specialize in any particular styles? Do you ever work uh, in mixing different styles? Yeah, uh, that was actually the biggest opportunity I had to be, uh, you know, to take part in that master's program. It uh, allowed me to meet uh, different dance teachers um, all over the world. It, you know, teachers come from UK and um, uh, you know, all of that different America, uh, even Irish-based, brilliant Irish uh, teachers, dance teachers. And that uh, allowed me to learn more from each teacher, each mentors. Uh, in terms of a style, um, I think I had that before, even before I moved to Ireland. Like I like more um, very wide range of uh, styles. I don't. I don't want to kind of um, specifically put myself in terms of dance style i i know i'm a contemporary dancer but i i love the the way to work like uh, experimenting and uh, creating on the moment also uh, you know it can be uh, something different playing or dancing with objects uh, or props or a character but uh, for me generally like i love contemporary dance technique and contact improvisation and uh, new things. I, I, I don't want to repeat myself. I don't know. I don't want to repeat myself. I need something different that I did before. Um, and I need to create new stuff all the time. Yeah, that's amazing. And what do you think a style of dance says about its culture? Uh, um, that's actually interesting questions. If I take uh, my own culture, uh, most of my, my my community culture is more all the dance styles like uh, more family oriented, like uh, it's connected with uh, maybe to celebrate a birth of child. It can be celebrating a wedding. It can be celebrating unity. It can be celebrating to motivate people to work together, and it can be motivating to get together to uh, to go for you know harvesting, and maybe to attract women. Maybe women's you know can also do a dance to attract men, you know, to be together, or uh, call out people or to give information awareness of what's going on in the village in the country, in the border, all of that. It's very cultural integrated and every 
um, you know, ethnic group or west or south or north in my country, we use that platform uh, as celebration of life and uh, and every group or culture, they have their own music style and the way dress code, they have different dress code and music and rhythm, all of that is different. So we use that um, to, to celebrate, to express our life. And I think I would say it's more family oriented. That's amazing. You mentioned about liking to change things up and to experiment. So I'm curious, when you are creating choreography, do you rely on external things such as styles or props or your environment? Or do you rely on your natural instincts, your um, in the moment initiative to move? What would you rely on? Would you rely on the internal to create dance or the external? I, I prefer uh, when I create dance to rely on natural instinct. I, I really choose that this internal instinct. Uh, uh, alongside also, I let the process to decide, and I don't want to depend on the external. You know, all that technique you could do ballet. I mean, ballet is fabulous. Like you know, if you do ballet, you do you can do anything because it's the best dance technique. Uh, but uh, like ballet or other dance techniques I use them to shape the dance body like to to let the dancer to be fit um, even in contemporary any dance classes I, I, I prefer to use that as a kind of in encouraging the dancer to strengthen and to get that ability of performance in the body uh, but when it comes to creation it's work for me I don't know but I prefer to to decide the natural instinct and uh, to to let the process decide. Wonderful. You said there that you think ballet is like the best technique. What is your experience in ballet? Have you trained in it? Uh, yes, I I start taking basic ballet when I when I was back in Ethiopia, and my former dance teacher uh, was from UK, and uh, she is uh, also the artist director of the former company I used to work. Uh, but after I come here, I see really fabulous ballet teachers, uh, really admire, really like even now, still now, they are amazing. The way they lead the classes is really wonderful. Uh, I think uh, if I'm allowed to mention, um, uh, there is one uh, amazing ballet teacher her name is Patricia Crosby uh, in UL, and she also works in Cork with uh, uh, Cork Youth Ballet Company. I don't know. She's amazing. Uh, the way she leads uh, and, and, and gives the class is amazing. So I, she teach me ballet when I, uh, as a part of the master's program in UL. She's amazing. And that's the time I, 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 I experienced more ballet dance classes. And there are like other ballet teachers. Um, Laura, for example, in she's based in Dublin. Uh, she's amazing. There are a lot of them, but I take some of the ballet classes here more. Because I noticed in See You in the Green, I recognised some ballet in that dancing. 
And I wonder, do you think that ballet has the room and capability to be as expressive as other forms of dance or is it more about grace and precision? Yeah, absolutely. You can tell, you know, in every form of dance style, you can tell story or express different characters. Hi, I, I 100% am, am believe in that. Uh, it's depend on the director. You know, if you use the platform of ballet, you can. If you wanna use a platform of hip hop or other, you know, Latin dances, you absolutely even a Spanish dance style, you can use that platform and tell story with it. It's depend on how the director lead that style in the choreography or identify character or the way shape it in the stages matter. Uh, I think I believe in every dance styles can be accessible to tell stories and to express anything. Yeah, and yourself as a director of choreography, how would you lead the dance to create character and story? Um, honestly, I do not uh, intend uh, chasing to find characters. Mm. Um, but my first uh, process will be, uh, I like to start, for example, with simple improvisation movements and tell them some ideas or thoughts that, you know, to bring them in that scenario of uh, environment I want to um, explore. So I use a lot of improvisation movements and maybe anything. And then I just, captured from the process what is work what I see uh, from outside and I keep them all of that segment and put them together in the choreography and uh, in, in, in the choreography and come out as other kind of a dance piece and the process also allow me to find characters so when I feel that character kind of you know could be front or back or maybe it doesn't sometimes it doesn't work so you have to i have to make a decision so um, for me i i leave the process to to decide you know the character uh, the meaning or any story that i want to express in that dance piece so you leave things open for interpretation that's really interesting yeah yeah but uh, not not often like uh, okay. not all the way but uh, there is limitation, a kind of, I, I kind of let it to be go, and then maybe I might kind of put on my direction uh, mm. during the process as well. Otherwise, it will be, you don't know where to go, you see, yeah. so uh, I have to kind of control. There will be a little bit of control, not too much, uh, but maybe kind of approach. Mm. And in creating choreography, you said there about starting off with improvisation and then capturing pieces from that improvisation and putting a shape on it. How do you, <laughs> how do you remember what you've just done? Do you <laughs> set up a camera? Do you work with other dancers who help, who watch what you do and help you recreate it? Oh, you t I take some notes and I take some snapped like uh, with my phone or something, just for memory. But uh, and also repetition. I repeat uh, the movement and the choreography, and I just uh, remind them, the dancers, what did you do that time? Can you do that? And then if they f forget it, I'll just show them the 
the footage what they did and they go back to it and they mm -hmm. capture it so there's kind of a lot of option to remember uh, what you already discover or recreate during the improvisation and also the other thing uh, I'm not only using also in improvisation sometimes I I prefer also to give a chance for the dancers maybe uh, to share any any talent they had w you know sometimes you don't know uh, some of them they have really uh, amazing singing talent maybe a reading poem or you know something like that so I, I, I like to cooperate that and uh, sometimes they have really beautiful story and uh, uh, culture you know identity even their own dance style is different with mine dance style so I like to cooperate all of that uh, all the talent they had all the style they have culture language everything so I like to explore in that kind of area and uh, and pick what resonate or work in the choreography amazing and do you often work as a solo artist or with an ensemble and how do those things differ how does it differ to be your own solo artist working by yourself in comparison to working with other dancers um I, since i joined this profession i have been working with different companies dance companies in the theaters uh, i have been working as a solo artist um, groups uh, still i'm you know in that kind of uh, working uh, position um, but when you do as a solo artist you'll be you'll be by yourself like you decide in every process you choose you choose what's work for you and the direction will be lead by yourself and all of that but when it comes when it comes to um, collaboration work that is a bit challenge sometimes because uh, you have to embrace others uh, thoughts uh, interests choices in terms of uh, materials for the production so between collaboration and being solo artist that is I think for me is that's the difference y you know you have to you know the word even like say collaboration so you have to kind of uh, support encourage share your ideas and take others ideas and, and put different interests together and make kind of togetherness in the production when it comes to solo yeah uh, yeah that will be you so you'll be you you will do your your things and can you talk us through your piece see you in the green from the idea in your head to what we saw on stage um thanks for asking me that question actually uh see you in the green is uh, a contemporary dance piece uh, basically it's a, a screen dance piece the the beginning of the uh, creation of that piece starts in showbook uh, in 2019 if i'm not wrong and uh, i just so our just so our listeners know could you tell us a little bit about showbook oh yeah yeah sure sure and showbook well showbook you know it's one of the biggest like dance hub i think everyone knows showbook if you are like uh, I think it's, it's formed by um, uh, Annika Lowe uh, and she she has dance school there 
and she hosts a lot of uh, dance residencies uh, in, in, in that area. So I have got residency there. Uh, it's, it's, it's ac actually it's a big, uh, uh, big uh, environment, a farm area, but uh, they shape it in the form of maybe dancing institute, I could say. Mm. Uh, there is outdoor stage and indoor stage, and um, you can create your dance uh, works. You can take your time. Um, there's lovely accommodation, uh, lovely, beautiful dance studio there. You can explore and create stuff. So, Showbrook is, yeah, this is kind of dance creation uh, space. So I have got a residency every year. Uh, they have uh, dance residency programs. Uh, people can apply, like dance proficiency and others. Like they can apply, and if you are chosen or if you are if your proposal is succeeded, they will offer you free spaces and lovely accommodations, and uh, all of that. So I have got that residency in 2019. Uh, no, I think 2000, 2020. Sorry, uh, time flies, so I cannot <laughs> kind of re remember all of that. Um, yeah, I start uh, with my former yeah dancer. Her name is Roshan Whelan. She's brilliant dancer and choreographer. She formed her own dance company now. She's working a lot. Um, yeah, I start. Uh, I start communicating with her before we joined to the site, and uh, I sent a uh, few emails, like sharing my ideas. This is what I want to do. This is the idea of the creation process, and uh, what do you think of that? And yeah, she's really excited and uh, um, and and join me, and then uh, I have been giving her some tasks in between, and. Uh, some point I, I found out that she can sing and uh, uh, she know Irish language which is I find it very interesting um, and I, I at, at the point I just gave her my recording voice uh, no my recording machine and ask her just record anything that you like it can be you know natural sound uh, that time I was intent to create original sound effect for the dance piece like recording maybe bird sounds uh, footstep sound maybe rocking or rattling stuff around mm -hmm. uh, the side so i give that uh, microphone recording to rosian and to my wife uh, she was a production manager as well that time uh, still she's my manager uh, so they record with random sound and uh, come back to me and uh, when i do the editing for my laptop and start playing the recording and I, I, I hear a poem, like a beautiful Irish poem about uh, uh, like uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, I Wasn't the poem, like um, I think the poem is called Gavin by Kathleen yes. Maud, Anvi, Anvi May, Asna Throkrasa, yeah. Yes, that's it, that's yeah. it. I, I'm not Irish speaker, so it's take me time to process it. <laughs> so it's, uh, I uh, love that poem. And then uh, later on, there's lovely, beautiful song about love, which is a man love a woman and, uh, you know, how uh, he impressed with the beauty and all of that. And uh, it's so gorgeous. And I hear that. Oh, I, I, I just engage me to use it in the piece. And then 
uh, and I engage that recording and also I create all of that sound effects um, original sound composition for the dance piece that was a part of uh, uh, part one uh, creation process in Schaubrück and then we presented in Schaubrück uh, and the feedback was amazing well it's not only the song uh, I incorporate also the dance choreography and the movement, all of that. And it's just connected with all the process. And then that kind of, you know, inspired me also more. Oh, I have to develop this. I have to go back to the studio and create it more. And I have got an just uh, another residency at the dance house, the dance Ireland, I mean, it's the same in Dublin. And I spent one week there and uh, refresh all of that and I edit all of the footage and uh, the music choreography, a little bit changed and it came out nice. Um, and the feedback was also really wonderful. And, and uh, yeah, I leave people to see it more. Mm -hmm. And I invite the uh, art officer from Roscommon County Council during the showing. And uh, yes, yeah, the encouragement was amazing. So I, I again, like it just, motivate me to you know to develop it and I decide to I have like I have to bring it to uh, the county I, I live now like I need to show to the community I live here now because um, this is yeah everybody love it why not yeah. this is nice and then I apply another program here um, at Roscommon Art Center and they gave me the bursary award and that time I spent a lot of time, a lot of time, and I changed a lot of things in the piece because, you know, that's what happened. When, when you start something, you can't stop. You just create stuff and uh, everything, the choreography, the ideas kind of, you know, um, change and everything, nice things come up in your mind. So I spent a lot of time there and uh, I have got... Uh, two beautiful dancers uh, one of us uh, she based in the county Roscommon her name mm -hmm. is uh, Kate Lohan and uh, the other one is Elish Sullivan she was my former uh, college friend we did uh, our masters together there and I met also beautiful singers like uh, Laura Ogara uh, she's amazing uh, beautiful voice and uh, Lamlam Ahilemikel from Ethiopia. She was my friend as well. She's very famous Ethiopian artist um, in Ethiopia. I contact her. Look, I'm doing this creation. I want something from my country and something resonate with my choreography. This is the idea of choreography. So um, can you do this song? Because there was one Amharic song I really love mm. and uh, it's performed by uh, in Ethiopia at uh, Addis Ababa University theatrical students she was the main character in that theater so she performed that song um, uh, it's called Hagar Malet Sauno so she sings that the song is about unity humanity um, all of that get togetherness we are one so I have got she recorded that and sent it to me so all of that just work very well and I find amazing music composer his name is Martin 
he did all of that original sound background for the production and uh, the costume done by my wife Natalie Natalie Waldy she did a really great job there as well and uh, yeah and I have this beautiful facility from Roscommon Art Center with the lights uh, with the stage and uh, uh, Anthony Quinn was like the life designer uh, he did a really great job and uh, I have got also the filmmaker Emma Brennan she did amazing job as well so and uh, uh, everything just get together and come out I think yeah everyone enjoyed that piece and yeah it was beautiful it really was I watched it on Facebook there last night um and when so you you speak a lot about things like poetry and music that you kind of knitted together to incorporate into the performance but I'm wondering where did the movement come from did the movement come at the very beginning was it influenced by some of the material where did it come from what were the ideas behind some of the the movement that we saw um the movement that you saw um I started by um I mentioned earlier like I like to start with improvisation because it's limitless you can't you have uh, this wide range of exploration environment so before even I start that I asked my dancer like when we start I would like to think about um, what kind of style you have like personally because if I dance or even both of you, Molly or Misha, if you dance like you, you, you can't see Misha's style or Molly's, Molly's style. So uh, or even Mona dance, I have my own dance style. So even if we dance the same style, we'll have our personality and identity. So I engage in the dancers, what make you like unique in terms of movement, like to find the personality. And the second one is uh, to think about experience they had uh, I think we have been dealing with this lockdown as well you know we we kind of struggling communicating with our family sometimes the f you know some of the family live different country and we live here and we cannot communicate there's this all missing um, feeling and also uh, what they like to contribute in terms of uh, talent any talent alongside dancing and uh, uh, even in, th in terms of idea what you know take your attention um, to wha what you want to tell about in the choreography or in the dance what what you what you want to uh, express and in, in the creation of process that was the first uh, fundamental kind of question questions I, I suggest for my dancers so all the movements start from there so showing their talent and uh, it can be singing like I mentioned the poem come out later on I don't know where they come from but I love it and the movement also expressing all of that identity stylization they had and uh, any any story they want to tell any culture they had anything they want to share in the process just to give them that freedom so that was the basic basic fundamental start point of my creation process and pick all of that materials uh, to combine 
with mine as well. I just keep give them a little bit of direction, maybe suggestion, or maybe you know, maybe cut that one didn't work. Maybe can you use that? Maybe keep this one, something like that. So uh, that's kind of process I start with uh, when I create student degree. But later on, um, different thoughts come up in my brain, like, oh, maybe this could be a good idea, and I start thinking about the lockdown and start about thinking um you know this all segregation or uh, you know this all protest happening you know last time even uh, you know this all black life matters and after because of the pandemic <coughs> ha uh, you know i heard how you know asian people treated you know in different countries as you know still we're struggling with racism as well yeah. and uh all of that and also like you know we lost uh, too many lives like uh, because of pandemic not only because of pandemic I mean we have this all several wars and illness that still we are dealing and we lost loved ones and sometimes we lost ourselves and uh, we don't know what to do so uh, I try to combine this all uh, together in simple way I don't know if you see the second, no, the third part is I, I did some choreography with the jumper uh, just to express, you know, uh, those all that we, all the people we lost, we cannot communicate, we cannot touch them, uh, we we can't talk to them, they, they cannot talk, talk us back, so I, I try to express, you know, the, the feeling of losing them body th their presence and yeah. even ourselves like we lost in that kind of uh, at some point we lost ourselves so so just to express the happiness of losting of our loved ones so that section is a little bit emotional and a little bit dark and the beginning starts with shadow just to cover this all race this all colors and we know that you know we know that how people treated differently because of their skin color even or with the language they speak or the way they look um, uh, we are still dealing with that even you know in different countries and um, even here honestly so just to raise all of that I start the piece with uh, shadow because when we see that you don't see color you don't see if there's any Asian person or white blue or yellow anything you don't see anything you just see random collective people moving together and dancing together working together so that's kind of the idea to display that segment as a part of the beginning and the lyric talk about unity oneness humanity and we are one and uh, uh, so that also one of the uh, idea trying to tackle to tell something which is really kept in my mind side uh, um, but I, I lived at the same time just to understand people after they sing the piece to interpret it with their own you know perspective at the same time but I have my own ideas at the same time and at the last also there's a, a section that I play with uh, ash uh, with the dust and all of that and uh, and I use that poem, uh, the Irish poem, which is uh, talk about an animal which is very strong and powerful and uh, 
disgraceful and uh, everybody you know honor him or scare him but he couldn't get out of um, you know he couldn't get his freedom uh, he couldn't uh, you know stand and come out and rise up again and uh, uh, but people come and visit him thousand times many times but nobody didn't help him and uh, they just pass him by him just you know he just irritated and sad and spread sad because nobody didn't willing to help him but he just tried to come out from his struggle and and, uh, and, and, and and you know achieve his freedom so in that uh, scene I'm trying to reflect you know this old life we had the wave life we have struggling to come out and struggle uh, one of one of them could be the war because uh, when you see the result of war is is destroying it just turned you know the beautiful civilized country let's say turned to ashes it, we you know this all represent ash like you know lost um, destroyed or unexistible kind of uh, living thing or object so I I, I, I I choose that element to use because it means a lot to me because I we lost you know millions of millions of people because of war from the past war even in the future war even some wars we are dealing now and uh, this all kind of we try to get out of that environment this is humans struggle just to survive just to survive just to live life again so um, the idea of seeing the green has a lot of emotions and uh, ideas around us um, this this is my perspective and idea when mm -hmm. I started but uh, I also kind of leave it open you know people can see observe like a book when I read my some specific book, maybe the way I create the character is different than you. When you read the same book, you will have your own characters and thoughts. You just paint your own imagination. So, at the same time, I open, I, I open kind of the, the 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 piece for the people to understand the way they wanna understand it. Well thank you thank so you. much for sharing <laughs> that Amazing. with us. That was absolutely beautiful. When when you talk about audiences receiving your work do you do you ever feel that people think about it too much do you ever think that people should receive your work through instinct rather than thought you know because feeling you get as an audience member you feel things from watching dance pieces particularly like see you in the green but then you can start thinking about it a bit and thinking about it too much almost ruins the experience, but it can also, you know, you can also make connections through your thoughts. Maybe that thing with the jumper meant this, or maybe that thing with the ashes meant this. Do you, do you think it's better for an audience to just experience the work through their feelings? Yeah, I think uh, yeah, I, I, I prefer uh, to, to, to understand the way one it experience it uh, mm. uh, maybe uh, you know they cannot uh, see it as I see it or as I created it the piece that hundred hundred percent I'm sure 
maybe close they might probably think you know close by but um uh but yeah they i i, I prefer the audience to experience it um you know like a book like uh, they buy the new book and reading it and uh, uh, see what they see and experience and and uh, they can connect with their life experience they had or uh, they can you know draw their own painting in their choreography oh that could be this maybe the jumper will be different uh, meaning for them maybe the first one or the between the last part of the piece or the solo or the duet could be different meaning for the audience um, mm. I think I prefer to let the audience to experience it yeah how else has your work been affected by the pandemic where did you have any live shows that you had to move to an online space this is really crazy because I, I, I love the question at the same time but uh, uh, for me it's different I don't know why I have been super busy during the lockdown <laughs> good <laughs> that's good uh, I have been busy because I, I have been work in Dublin uh, with uh, John Scott dance company uh, he's a director of uh, Irish modern theatre um, uh, dance company and uh, I, I have been working with him I have been doing my dance residency and uh, I have been working with uh, TG4 TV programs uh, for some new show and uh, I have been working in Tipperary, taking part in, um, yeah, lab workshop about, uh, uh, you know, dance choreography, all of that, and uh, in Galway as well. So I have been kind of super busy, so crazy. Great. And what kind of work have you been making in lockdown and how did... How did lockdown affect your work? Did you have to learn new skills to film your pieces? Were you um, less, were you inhibited from collaborating with other dancers because of social distancing? Yeah, uh, like other artists, I think I, I had really uh, uh, a bit difficulties. Uh, Sometimes I have to change the schedules and sometimes I have to cancel, of course. I have been dealing with all of that. Um, there was a dance class that I have to reach, uh, teach because it was a lockdown. I have to cancel it because we're not allowed to get together because, of, you know, we have to follow all, mm. um, you know, HSC uh, uh, regulation. Also, the, you know, uh, release or announcement given by the government that we have to follow and engage ourselves. And also, I have to do all of that, you know, with all tastes. Uh, uh, you know, if I'm going to do for broadcasting productions, I have to do with all tastes, uh, do forms, all of that. Mm -hmm. And uh, sometimes, I think most of the time, I have to work remotely. Even when I create and uh, do Serum the Green, I did a lot of work on remotely. I was communicating with my musician composer. Uh, we were working on Zoom call, uh, like uh, telling him this is what I want in terms of feeling for this section, part two, part three. I want this kind of vibe team, um, you know, in terms of texture of sound. And likewise with the singer as well. Uh, I was telling her, oh, this is what I want. Can you do that? And this 
at the same time uh, with my dancer also before um, we met at the art center I was working remotely but uh, luckily I was in a we were an, uh, at uh, I think level three when we do the rehearsal so uh, that was quite helped me to mm -hmm. finalize the piece basically um, so yeah there was difficulty the lockdown was tough as well but I have to reschedule and find a way which is work using the social different platforms like Zoom call and others. Yeah. I want to ask you about music. So how do you, so you, you said that you, um, you talked with the musician that you worked with for See You in the Green and you, you were asking him things like, I want this vibe, I want this feeling. Do you create the dance first and then create music to fit the dance? Or do you ever create dance that's influenced by music? And if you do create dance that's influenced by music, what kind of music do you like to work with? I prefer to create the movement first, personally. Mm -hmm. I think that's quite work for me. And then uh, next step would be uh, finding what is work, what kind of texture sound is fitting that dance movement. I think that's very important. Sometimes depend. It could work like uh, you know you just play different sounds and move with it, and then you might find it very uh, fit for mm -hmm. that for that specific dance movement. For me, uh, I prefer to create the movement and then uh, create the sound later on. And I love natural sound. Uh, for example, when you see the from seeing the green uh, the solo that I'm doing with uh, uh, with the ash that um, natural sound uh, like uh, while I'm dancing it's so the, 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 the when I slide when I kind of move around it it's very natural just mm -hmm. captured from the spot there so I love which is sometimes you, you will find and get um, a very perfect kind of texture of sound because it's natural it's only movement and uh, uh, so I, I love to get natural sounds, but also um, you can, I, I like to have the sound to be encouraging or supporting the piece, supporting the movement. I, I don't know, it's just for me, I, I don't want the, the sound to dominate the movement. Mm -hmm. I, I like the balance between the movement and the sound. Uh, yeah. In, in that way, it kind of go together and make sense. Uh, and I, f I find it work for me. Uh, but if you put like some kind of like say, very loud music, it could cover up everything what you do. And then um, the audience probably get confused and couldn't enjoy what you are doing on stage. So um, most of the time I'm, I'm I treated the sound as I treated the movement, personally. That's really interesting what you say about wanting to create a balance between the music and the movement, because when I, you know, I, I suppose my experience of dancing would be at some kind of basic level. I think of dancing in a nightclub when you're where you're dancing to the music that's playing through the speakers or even Kaylee dancing, Irish dancing, your your feet are moving to the beat, whether it's a three, four rhythm or a four, four rhythm. And it's almost it's you dance to whatever music you hear. Rather than working with the music. 
which I think is interesting how you say you like to create a balance between them, make them equal. Yeah, I think that's very important. Uh, yeah. yeah, but it depends, you know. Sometimes you don't know how the process leads you mm. and uh, y you might bring that you know, nightclub vibe on the stage. Why not? Uh, mm. You may need that. You know, even in the theater or in the film, you, you never know. The choreography and the process, you, can, you never know. This is one of the interesting part of creation of, you know, dance pieces. You just, uh, it just opens different, different uh, opportunities and chances and doors. So you, you, you it's limitless. So y you might probably find yourself like uh, in a proper nightclub or something mm -hmm. on the stage. Why not? If you think that kind of resonates with what you do, doing, there won't be any nightclubs open for a long time, unfortunately. <laughs> but we'll get there. I think I'm going to try and ask something, and I can't really find the words, but I'm going to try. You you talk a, lo a lot about natural flow and instinct when it comes to creating your choreography, but where does that become difficult? Because when I think of creating work through improvisation or natural instincts you have things that work against your natural instincts such as deadlines working with other people um a time limit um what else the space you have so many limitations so how do you keep things natural and flowing and in the moment and spontaneous while adhering to those annoying limitations that need to keep your performance in some kind of shape and space does that make sense i know that's it really weird that's, no, no, that's <laughs> a very interesting question actually um yeah most of the time like uh to, to not intend kind of you know um to to decide or to be um you know pick only one thing let's say if you if you move one quarter one spot to another spot of course we know we just walk in one side to the other side but the fact that while you walk maybe you could stop in the middle and maybe you fall i don't know maybe you turn around and see the camera or see the audience maybe you don't want to go and just stop walking and stop right away uh, when i when i mean natural instinct uh, there's no ending there's no kind of uh, finished, but there's uh, um, natural presence, like no, no, no tension, no kind of uh, very, very obliged kind of uh, uh, decision. I don't know if I answered correctly, but it's it have to be something natural. Maybe you could walk and then. Maybe you just stop and put your hand on your waist and start uh, turn around maybe and uh, relax your hand again. You don't want to walk and uh, look forward. Something very simple. I, I'm trying to give you an example. I don't know if I explained yeah, no, very well. but I, I understand uh, perfectly, but I'm just wondering when can that... W so let's say you create that movement and then you recreate it and you decide, you make your decisions, right, I want the dance to look like this. But what if on the night of the performance, it doesn't feel right anymore. Um, you stick with it anyways. I, I think, um, well, again, like uh, I answered again and again, I might say the same thing again, probably. Uh, 
uh, most of the time we will I think the process probably when you are in the studio you will you will kind of experience and uh, find it uh, what is natural and also what is is not kind of uh, not natural uh, you know for example let's say um, you might probably walk and you fall accidentally this example I don't want you to fall but this example this is just example but uh, that fall is very natural there is no control so you just fall flat out on the floor and you just that's that's what I mean like natural you don't know it but it just happened it just happened and just sometimes it's not good sometimes it could be beautiful sometimes you may like it even in terms of it this thing I think it's in, in, in theater or film in other platform you will find it like this whole natural um, performance uh, when I say it oh of course this all art form is a film or theater or music or others like this is art sometimes it's not um, very real 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 but we we create it which is close to the reality we just tell a story what we live and all of that to bring uh, for me just to I'm trying to bring all of that close to the reality when I say reality not real but just to express something uh, what I want to express in terms of movement uh, it can be about um, word can be maybe some specific story that I want to tell I just want to try to be close to be make sense and uh, can be feel by the audience I don't know if I answered that question <laughs> I no think we did. need more time on that maybe yeah um, we can do a whole episode on that um, yeah. I'd like to finish off with a question from a listener yeah so the listener started off by quoting this guy Bob Foss he says the time to sing is when your emotional level is just too high to speak anymore and the time to dance is when your emotions are just too strong to only sing about how you feel. And then he went on to ask, dance is such a primal form of expression, but some of us are inhibited by the belief that we cannot dance. What can we do to get more of us dancing? Mm. Very simple. Uh, not very simple question. I don't want to make it like simple, but... Yeah, if you want to, I mean, everybody, everyone can dance. Yeah, I mean, everyone can dance. I mean, I'm sure everyone probably turn any music in the house when, you know, everybody not around them and jump around and dance and do whatever movement they want to do. I think we experience that. And for me, I think um, everyone, everyone can dance. There's no limitation. It's, it's only, it's, uh, I think it's, it's, dancing is with us like we celebrate our life it, it can be anything but we just I think ev everyone probably experience uh, movement and dance and music if there's music there's dance if there's dance there's music I think for me and uh, and I, I think everyone can dance everyone experience that I agree amazing so just to wrap things up, Minty, um, where can where can our audience find you online or in person? 
uh, where can we keep updated on the work that you're doing? Uh, I'm actually, I have a website. Your drama facilitator and artistic director of Roscommon County Youth Theatre. You can hear more from us and our interviewees on our Instagram, at InfernusPod, same on Twitter and InfernusPodcast on Facebook. Feel free to get in touch on any of these platforms with any questions or suggestions that you may have for us. Don't forget. Have it all up on the Instagram. Uh, yeah, anyways, so you can, you can post it. And actually, I will have uh, maybe uh, if I have to mention about my upcoming show in September 17 for Culture Night. Um, uh, see you on the green will be uh, display online through Roswoman Art Center website on September 17. And uh, yeah, I will have also uh, buy me a coffee for artists. Maybe you know if this is just. If anybody wanted, like, you know, give anything uh, for the artist. So uh, don't miss out. And I would like, I like many people to see the piece. So it will be online. Keep an eye on my social media. Also, I will let you know as well. So 17th September uh, uh, for Culture Night. Check the Roswell Arts Centre website. Brilliant. And how long will it be online for? How, how long will people have to watch it? Very good question. It will be online uh, for three days more, um, 17th of September, 18, 19 and 20. Oh, brilliant. Wonderful. Minty, thank you so much for your time and for imparting your beautiful wisdom on dance. And I can't wait to see you perform. And yeah, the, the world is a better place with dancers like you in it. Thank, thank you, so, you much. so much for having me. It was mm, a great interview and thanks so much. So lovely to Not talk to all. you. Yeah. Thank so you. lovely to talk to you. See you later. Bye bye. 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 Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of Infernus Inquire Riscommon Artists. You just heard there from Mintizanot Woldy and thank you so much to him for joining us for that lovely chat. You can find Minty's Note on his website at www.mintydancestudio.com. From 3pm today, September 17th, you can catch See You in the Green, which is available for three days on Roscommon Arts Centre's website. See the link in our show notes. If you're around Roscommon Town tonight, you can see At the Castle at 9pm at Roscommon Castle. This will be a live performance multimedia show involving dancers, musicians, film, projections and lighting spectacle. You can find our podcast In Fairness on Acast, Spotify and iTunes. Make sure to tune in next week to hear from Catherine Sheridan, writer, drama facilitator and artistic director of Roscommon County Youth Theatre. You can hear more from us and our interviewees on our Instagram at In Pod, same on Twitter and In Podcast on Facebook. Feel free to get in touch on any of these platforms with any questions or suggestions that you may have for us. Don't forget to rate and review our podcast if you're listening on Acast or iTunes, it really does go a long way. Share us on your stories and tell your friends about us to help the artists in this series get the promotion they deserve. Thank you again to Roscommon County Council and Rona McGrath for their support in helping us create this series. And to our wonderful mentor, Catherine Sheridan, for keeping us in check and bringing us together at the very beginning of our journey. You've been listening to In Fairness Inquire, Roscommon Artists. Researching questions by the wonderful Molly Mew, Sound engineering, editing and producing by Misha Fitzgibbon. Thank you so much for listening. Talk to you next week.